two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. I am here with Jacoy Lamont Gibbs, and we are talking about performing at a theme park, which is what he is doing. But what I love about his job, it's not the stereotypical what you would think as performing goes. And we always put ourselves in these boxes without realizing it on, oh, we can only perform on a stage, but that's the only way. But there are many, many ways. Jacoy, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Um, how could I not? You're the OG. Like, of course I'm going to be here. It's it's such a joy. In, in the group, in NYC Musical Theater Performers, during pandemic times, he led readings, play readings, and he just was a joy. And also you did, oh, the triviest. That was amazing. I mean, we were just yeah. making it through. We were bringing joy mm-hmm. as much as we could do during a very hard time, whether, and I don't think I didn't realize how hard of a time it was until like I started to recover and I was like, whoa. Yep. Like we lived on the internet. Unhealthfully. We sure did. Unhealthfully. It was not healthy. I um, talk about it a lot to some of the members from the group because you know we're still close. How can you not be? And I think it was like a couple weeks ago I was talking to Catherine and uh, we okay. made a realization. We were like, you really dedicated our lives to doing stuff on the internet for readings, for shows, for trivia. It was a great time. But then you look back, now that the world is likely opening back up, you're like, that was a lot of dedication. Oh my goodness. We really did that. And it was phenomenal. But it's like, who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought? And like, now things are still going on in the group, but it's at such a healthier, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so much healthier now. It's it's really wonderful. I I find myself, and I've spoken to other people too, I have new friends from during that time as well as just friends Mm -hmm. for a long time. And and looking back at it, it was fitting a need. It was definitely Mm -hmm. fitting a need. But now I go online, I do my thing, I walk away, go in the real world, and I'm not thinking about it. There we go. When back then, it's all you thought about. That's oh, all you thought about. about. <clears throat> oh my yeah. God, it was just everything. And now I there are studies on this, and I hope there there are. I I hope some people jumped on doing some research studies on the psychosocial of the internet, even more so during the pandemic, because we all were were guinea pigs. Yeah. And uh, with that, but I think we all understand an unhealthy level of the internet so much more now. So much more. Which so brings us more. to oh this. Now you are performing. Amazing. <laughs> I, need to go to park. I need to ride all those rides. Love. Let me tell you, Hershey Park, I, before I started working there, I heard about it a couple times naturally being a Pennsylvanian, but I didn't realize how dedicated people were to this park. We have like loyal people constantly coming day after day. And I'm like, wow. Wow, good for you. 
You'll know them as as audience members, people interacting. I am friends with some people because I did perform there. I'm friends with people to this day still on Facebook, and they pop up. I'm like that were the right. And it's it's really funny, but it's yeah, it's it's a whole part of that culture. It's I think it's really awesome. I love it. And when you think about it, just thinking about the audience members alone, it's something fun to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very happy, one, to have something to do, because I think that's just the simple void that we all need to fill, literally anything, anything to do. Um, so overall, when I take a step back and look at it, I'm like, I'm not working at like a cubicle or like at a restaurant, I'm working at a theme park, which is, you know, not your everyday job, so it's like kind of amazing, because us as performers, we're not meant to be everyday people. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And let's now go into your gig. Okay. Cause there's the stage shows, but are the stage shows even happening at Hershey park right now? Uh, from what I can tell, I think there's one going on. I think it's a stage show about like how chocolate is made. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's happening. Um, other than that, there are like three. So I'm hired through RWS and there is it RWS? Three... Just want to make sure everybody yes. really listens to RWS. Got it. Oh, yeah. And um, there are three tiers, as far as I know, at Hershey Park. So you have the performers, who are the people um, primarily in the mascot suits and going around and doing. There are small stages around Hershey Park, and they really just guide the mascots through and get people in for pictures and such, and that's cute. Um, and then you have us, who this is a group that RWS and Hershey Park are putting together for the first time, the very first time doing anything like this, we're a hybrid group. So we're entertainers slash ride operators. So we try to get the people involved, get people excited to ride these rides. We're doing chants and cheers and singing songs and getting their blood pumping for this major roller coaster or kitty ride that they're about to go on. And then you have the third tier, which are the people raising the experience at gates and retails and food. So RWS is really all around Hershey Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. So, and, and let's go into your job specifically that you're doing right now. Also, I would like to point out we are a great, uh, great human, but also you got employee of the month or something really cool. I love that so much. That was amazing. I mean, what can I say? Really just showing them, hey, this is all I got. And now once I got that first employee of the month, I'm like, okay, all the hard work in the beginning, now I can just chill. Show them what I could do. Now I'm good to like chill, relax a little bit, get the people excited, but not sweat as much. Not sweat as much. (laughs) Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. So what is it exactly that you're doing in the park, interacting with the guests and everything? So it is... At the beginning of the contract, it was brand new, brand new. Everyone's still trying to figure out what can we do, what are we allowed to do. RWS had ideas, Hershey Park had their protocols, um, and it was a lot of back and forth figuring out what state, what number one priority is safety, because though we're getting people excited, we're primarily in charge of people's lives on these rides. So we have to make sure that they're set to go, and then we can add creativity. So the first couple um, weeks was us going through creative training after work, where it's like, um, what are handshakes that we can do with the people? What 
are things we can say, what are chants we can do with people in the line. Um, and so we're kind of, our group is broken up into different, um, into different groups, into different pods. And each pod has a certain amount of rides that they learn. So every day we wake up, go to the park, we figure out what ride we're on, um, we go to the ride, and we're there for about like eight hours a day. And we just get the people, we get the people pumped and excited for these rides. And, you know, there are people who are like, oh my gosh, you bring energy, it's great, thank you so much for doing this. And of course you have your guests that are just like, my kid wants to ride those, please let me just go. And I'm like, I get you, trust me, I understand, I got you. Um, but overall, it's kind of been, if anything, it's kind of been um, pretty cool and interesting because whenever you see performers, you just see them as like performers. You forget that they can do other things. Um, so with us primarily, right? So with us you forget that they can do other things, but they're full-fledged humans. So, um, of course, with our priority being the rise, we don't really get to see each other's talents as much because the park is huge. I am constantly astounded every day how large this park is. So sometimes there are people um, who I don't see for like a week to two weeks because we're always on different sides of the park, but we're still all like close to each other. And so we don't see each other's talents as much. So sometimes we have to remind ourselves like, oh wait, we're performers. We can, like we're stage performers primarily. So I find it interesting that when I went to talking about uh, performers are more than just performers, there are times I look around and I'm like, oh, we're operating these large motorized vehicles with people on. And we're going through these protocols and I'm like, am I a Hershey Park employee? Am I able to do this? Can I set a roller coaster off? I never thought in my entirety of living that I would ever be in control of a roller coaster. Wait, do you so control the rides? Or no? Or you're just hiding? Yeah. Well, no, we um, sometimes we're operating the roller coaster and doing attending and pushing that button to make it go and calling maintenance if there's an issue with the ride. So I'm like, I never would have thought. Never would have thought. All while keeping the people hype. It's. And I get where they brought performers in because it's the one capacity they could put you in uh, yeah. and and bring your performance skills to use, like great use, yeah. uh, to, to give some sort of entertainment because they're, the traditional entertainment isn't out there. So that's really cool. Yeah, and it's something definitely new for the guests because um, whenever we come out of the gate, just like, with that nicest kids in town energy from the get-go. At first, they're like, what is that? What is this? What is going on? But yeah. then after a while, they get more hype. They get into it. They start having conversations with us. It's a great old time. And there are often times where the the way that, um, I said audience members, the way that guests often show their appreciation is the loyal fan base on Facebook that Hershey Park has is astronomical. Yeah. So um, they're able to put in compliments on the Facebook post. And Hershey Park was like, yo, RWS, your ride operator team has definitely gotten the most amount of compliments we've ever had for one group. And I'm like, duh, look, we bring in it. 
we're bringing it, baby. And you're having fun. And it uh, honestly, it's it's going it's going to naturally come from such a happy place because of the pandemic we just recovered from, and yeah. not getting to be around people. Then you get to be around people. It's just phenomenal. Do you get to be in? So you have people at the end, you know, for the ride. Yeah. Where you get to be like, all right, three, two, one. Just kidding. You know, oh my god, I can see you oh, doing yeah. things. Oh, absolutely. Especially because of your trivia, you were like training yourself with trivia. Who would have ever thought? Oh my gosh. Because I see, oh my God, oh my God. Do you do trivia? Do you, have you ever done like Hershey trivia? So that is an option for us to do being like, um, one of the ideas they had was like, whoever can answer this question can come to the front of the line or be second in the line. Um, what I often do is my kind of niche is getting the people pumped, but talking to them as if, not as if they're like adults, because they are, but instead of being like, okay, everyone, are we ready? Let's go. Like, oh. I'm a game show host. I'm often, like, I get them hyped, and as the ride is going, I'm like, okay, guys, come on. Give me a woo. Give me a woo. You paid to be here. It's not a cheap part. Come on. Great. You guys got it. Come on. You got it. Don't disappoint me. It won't be cute if I'm disappointed. Let's go. And if I'm real with them, they get more hyped with it. Because they're like, oh, he gets us. I love it. I love it. And then within... It, when you're in the line, are you ever like with someone or are you separate? Because I could see you with someone doing the whole SNL cheerleading skit. Um, I, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing a lot of great Jaquay happening here. <laughs> um, so the we try to incorporate it as much as we can because a lot of the time the goal is just to get the people in the line and on the ride because there are some rides, like I work this kitty ride. There is always such a long, long line for this ride. I mean, yeah. I personally will never understand because it's in the corners. No one can ever see it. It's often blazing hot, but the line is like an hour wait. And I'm like, y'all, there are 70 other rides. Go to that and then come back to this. I promise you the line will not be long. It won't be, but then it always is. But I like, I personally like raising the experience on the bigger coasters. So that way it's a larger crowd, mostly adults that kind of get the humor. Because one thing I'm, I'm, I've definitely um, progressed in, but still have trouble in, is making, one, making my humor child-friendly and bringing myself down to that level. I mean, it's easy to do. Obviously. It's easy. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. Yeah. Dad jokes all the way. However, um, we cheer. Oh, yeah, we cheer sometimes. Oh. And we get a chant going, and it's fun. One of my favorite things to do is you know, if the line's getting a little too long and I'm like, we're about to close them an hour, is I make it a race. So I'm like, okay, guys, the fastest uh, round, the fastest uh, record we've had of getting people from the line to the car going is 40 seconds. Can we do it? Here are the rules. You guys ready? Let's go. And then they all get involved. And there was oh, I would be kidding. I'd be like, uh, Exactly. There was this one time where we did it with a coaster. And I said, guys, we made it to 40 seconds. And I only see the back of their heads, but there was this mo one mom that went, yes. And I'm like, you got it. You got it. So it's a good time. <laughs> if you get them involved yes. in the line, it's a good time all around. Oh, I love that so much. It's there can be so much joy spread and had for all involved. And and what I just love that you're doing, RWS has created something that's outside the box. Yeah. Well, performance because they could have said no to that contract. Yeah. They could have said no. 
they could have said no. They could have been like, no, no, that's not. But like, they're going, wait, let's play with this. This is yeah. a big potential long-term opportunity. We don't know oh, yeah. how long it's going to take for things to fully come back. I mean, some people are yeah. like, Peter's back. And I really don't like that lie of a statement theater is yeah. like a quarterback from the already mm -hmm. scarce opportunities that are out there like it's a quarter yeah. a quarter yeah. hey uh -huh. you know like we it, it's we're not back i mean pittsburgh alone is super quiet new york is silent uh, it, it just slowly but surely slowly but surely and like even the things that are coming out if it is a show they're often reviews or they're bringing back people who've done something already that's cost efficient uh, so yeah. they can do less rehearsal time and everything. I get it. I mean, a whole year to not be open but pay all, oh my God, like, ooh, I don't know how you stay open. I don't know how you do it. I love it. For you, vocal health. I always wonder about that regarding that. How are you holding up with vocal health? Because you're speaking with a large crowd. Some are going to be farther away. You're projecting. So when do you have mics to help yourself? How do you how do you handle that to keep it yourself okay? Um, so some rides have mics. Sometimes the mics are like pretty low because they're pretty old mics. So we have to. It's much easier to just use our voices to project. Um, it's definitely something that, even though we're two-thirds of the way done with this contract, we're still trying to teach ourselves how to have correct vocal health and do it well. The great thing is that we have two days off a week, so we can take those two days to rest and get our lives back together. Um, but overall, I mean, I've always been loud and talkative, so my voice is kind of used to it at this point. Um, but there are some people that's like, oh no, I'm losing my voice, and that's like an everyday thing. So we're all slowly just trying to learn how to get the people pumped, but get like the first five people in line pumped instead of getting the entirety of the line pumped at the same time, you know, get little bits here and there. I will say though, while I'm just thinking about it, one of my favorite experiences with a line of people is my teacher, my old substitute teacher from high school was coming to the park and she messaged me. She's like, Hey, it's my sister's birthday. I would love for you to sing for her. And I'm like, Oh, it won't be just me. So I brought her to uh, facing everyone in line, and I was like, okay, everyone, it's my girl's birthday. Let's do it. So I get one side clapping one rhythm, one side clapping another rhythm, and we're all singing happy birthday to her this entire line, and it was a great time. And I said, that's why we do it. Yeah, that's so fun. Oh, my God, you're joy bringers. You're literally yeah, joy bringers. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I love that so, so much. And for, are they playing with, I, 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 I'm obsessed with vocal health. So are they playing with potentially giving you, uh, there's like, there's so many things now in technology. Yeah. The, the body, um, like mic that can be a speaker that goes out to people, that can be one or even the, like, are they anything? I know, that, I know that was something that was discussed, but to bring into perspective, my tier of RWS. There's 53 of them. So that would be a lot of mics when it's easier to just have maintenance come in and just raise the volume on the mics that are already at the ride. That helps a little bit. And oftentimes there's more than one RWS person at the ride. So they can do split shifts. You know, one person is the one talking to the people for like an hour. And then it's the next person while the other person does the attending and gets people on the rides. So 
figuring out that kind of mechanism behind it, um, it definitely has helped lower the amount of vocal jam. Yeah, I would definitely disagree with that decision. Um, <laughs> just as uh, as my opinion. Yeah, I would definitely no. disagree with that, uh, and 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 th- would think that for for the long term, the longevity, people enjoying the job for long term, to yeah. uh, vocal ease is a big deal. To be talking straight for a half hour is mm-hmm. a lot. You know, fifteen minutes is a lot on the voice. It just is to just be yeah. talking. So I I. They, I would definitely be like RWS, don't fail these performers and get the mics. Like it, I definitely get that it is cost effective. Like going, oh, it's already there. It's not working. It's broke, and it does need to be fixed. So I'm yeah. very much against that because we're already what is it like third class citizens as performers, fourth class or whatever. We're yeah. already so low on the totem pole. So just mm-hmm. you know, like how many people in their cast actually has health insurance and if they have health insurance yeah. is it covered by their parents or yeah. you know or are they barely like the likelihood that they have health insurance is low so yeah. with there you're messing with their voices just I'm like i could go off if anything from rws not saying i definitely don't agree with you because I do, mics would definitely be helpful. Um, or body mics would be helpful. I will say that with us, RWS is probably the most, un- from my experience, the most understanding of a company that I've worked for. To where they're often like, guys, we've done amusement parks. We know how difficult it can be. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes you're just not in it for the day. You can raise the experience by just being nice and saying hi to the people and just give them a smile and that's your experience for the day. Like you don't have to be a game show host every day. Please pace yourself. You're fine. It's a difficult job. Just do what you can. If you are feeling 20% that day, just be 100% of that 20% and you're good to go. And I'm like, that's a good cult. When I worked with Matt, oh, what is the name? Uh, oh, Matt something company. Matt, I'm so sorry. I'm doing you a disservice. Great company, similar to like what you're talking about with RWS. And uh, they were like that too. They were super encouraging and love it. It's just wonderful. Like yeah. I, I, I would recommend them to anyone as people to work for if you want to work at a theme park or do those kind of review shows. Like, amazing, amazing company. I can't remember the name of this. Wow. Uh But, but yeah, that's, it's always so nice to have that positive encouragement. Um, You're not going to say it, but I can because I'm not working for them. Fix the mics. Okay. (laughs) Fix it. Fix it. There we go. Uh, I will say, um, not to uh, deter from this, I do have about two minutes left. Yes, final words. What are your final words to the people listening in regards to working at theme parks? Go. Um, I've I've done a theme park before this, and I've come to realize that theme parks are a great time. They're fun. You're with people. There are people in this contract who are like, I'm probably going to do this next year, and I'm like, good on you, but you have to understand also that theme parks may not be for everyone. Sometimes it's a one and done summer, sometimes it's a couple of years thing. There are people at this park who have, I've, my lead trainer yesterday has worked for this park for 17 years. 
Amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is a long time. Mm -hmm. So I would say before you take any job, don't think of it as how fun it'll be the first week. Think of it long term. Do you have that stamina? Do you have that patience with people? Are you a people person? Are you able, do you have the strength to just make it if you're feeling super low that day? And yeah. if you check all these boxes, then yes, it's for you. But if you don't check those boxes, I would say think about it long term. See if it's something that's good for your mental health. Because one thing that's often difficult is to show joy when you're not feeling joy. And then you're really just faking it with the, and lying to the people about like, hey, we're so happy today. And I'm like, nope, don't do that to yourself because that messes with your psyche. So mm -hmm. if you're working in an amusement park, be ready. It's not the easiest job, but boy, is it the most unique experience. And oftentimes, really fun, because sometimes you can get that discount on whatever food they're selling. So all in all, those are my final words. I love it. Where can people find you on social media? Hey, on, I decided like a year ago to make it just easy. All social media, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, follow me on TikTok. Um, well, you do um, all of it is at Jaquay LG, J-Q-U-A-Y-L-G. Um, follow me for a good time. It's always a party. It really is. It really is. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Oh, my God, I miss you so much. And once I'm back, I'm back. We got it. We link it up.